0: Oh my! No my! Hi him my, and welcome to Two Two Podcast. Podcast with your host, Finet and Kraf Kia ora, kia, ora. kia ora koutou. This is the um, this is a good day today, as we've got one of um, our original <coughs> guests coming <laughs> because we are, uh, you know, it's always got a second time round. Mm. You know, it's so nice we gotta do it twice. Mm. So I'm gonna let uh I'll make Crave introduce this very fine gentleman today.
1: Take a baby. As our man said, it's nice having him back. Why do we have him back? Because we <laughs> lost the audio, that's why. <laughs> uh so let's let's begin by listening off this man's titles. One half of the Tawaka president presidents. Oh,
2: right. True, yes.
1: Mr. Okawa <laughs> Mutin Extraordinaire. Speak on it. Huinga alumni, the future ground shaker hmm. of the legal oh. profession, Kilda, like Mr. Tudor oh. of the Tohu Paita, and most of all, a great man, Niko Rima Warenato! Yeah, welcome back Kilda. Thank welcome you. back. Thank you, thank you, good to be back. Oh, f- how you been my bro, how, how's your days been?
2: he very yeah, pretty full on actually, um, but always make time for a good yarn. Oh. Thank you. It's um,
1: good for the soul. Mm, thank you. Thank you for sparing some time to be with us here today, brother. Well, um, we're just going to give you this space here for you to just talk about who you are, just give the give the listeners out there a bit of a breakdown on
2: what you're, what you're all about. Um, yeah, tia, no um, situated in the Big Smoke of Tokoro, centre of the universe. Um, <laughs> I'm in my fifth year uh, at university. <laughs> fifth year at uni, um, bit of an old dog, um, and yeah, studying and um, bit of an old school brew with these two. Old dog, but back.
0: always learning new tricks. Always, bro, hefty. Nice, very nice, bro. Um, well, like the bro said, as uh, we had you here originally, yes. but we lost all your audio, yes, which is ratchet. But that's okay because we got you back. How have you been since the last time we saw we spoke to you on the podcast, bro? You've been all
2: right. I've been um a little bit more. What's the word? Like, what's the opposite of anxiety? Calm, yeah um, it's been a bit calmer Since knowing some of the stuff I said Won't be said. <laughs> <public>. uh, <laughs> um, fair bro Fair call cool. Might have lost some job opportunities Because of that um, Unlike you No Unlike you But safe now Safe now Yeah Feeling better yeah,
0: I mean that's good That's good Have you um, Have you uh,
2: Manifested any new job opportunities Since we last spoke oh, Um <laughs> New ones. Yeah, actually, I'm thinking about dropping out and going into the building profession. Really? Yeah. Oh, high key. Damn. Yeah. Paperwork, bro. Legal. Legal works too much paperwork. Mm. True. It's been an idea I've been thinking about. I, I don't know if I'll follow through with it, but uh, yeah, I've been considering leaving the legal profession. It's on the cards. It's definitely on the cards yeah.
1: Far. Yeah. Even even after all the years that you've spent into this legal degree, you're you're interested in not going for it.
2: I think it's because of all these years that I've um spent studying and um, having these legal experiences that I've sort of seen what the work is like mm. from I'll uh, be at a very limited um viewpoint but yeah because of the stuff I've seen and um the stuff that goes down I've yeah I've considered not going through with it still get the degree cuz it's a mean degree to have but um and I might jump back and later on down the track but yeah
0: just mm. just a bit of new horizon for you yes
2: for yeah yeah and i do not I think um you know that's the way of the world when something's not not your thing you just Change ship. Mm. not to say like to be a a sluzzer and jump around to, to like, <laughs> like a like a like a career slazzer or something. But hey, like get your sleep. bags, brother. Get them up.
1: Get them up. <laughs> you know, what, brother, it, it's really good though. Uh, keeping your eyes open to a lot more mm. things, not restricting yourself so early, especially in your young your young life. Uh, just making Cannot sure they wait that, to pop off. <laughs> just making sure all the doors are left open. It's it's good to keep doors open, not mm. shut them so early. Mm. yeah brother so um carrying on breaking it down to us so where'd you come from are you from hamilton or where you from f- yeah
2: so i um i was born in a little town called Glen massey which is situated just outside of ngara wahia nga uh, home the Kingitanga. i was actually born in the house out there um and like for the first 13 years of my life i was telling people i was born on the deck because my brother told me that and then my mum was like no nah, you fuck no, you were born inside, safe as, (laughs) not out on some random deck. So yeah, I've been telling people that for a long time, but that wasn't the case. Um, Yes, I was born there. I moved to Wellington when I was about five, spent about 10 years there. Those were my stomping grounds, I'd like to think. And then I came back to Waikato in 2015. I went to Ngata Aote Farekura, And um, then when I was 18, I come to university, met some of the biggest tours um, I would ever know in my lifetime. Was mm-hmm. his name Harley Petira? Fuck up! Uh, I believe it was Krave and Finny. <laughs> <laughs> That's it what I heard at the start, which was the new one. <laughs> mm, they do sound like
0: Hua's, bro. <laughs> yes, bro. in this in this massive egg tray of tertiary students. Yeah, Gilda, Gilda. Well, my bro, um, I think we better just get on the way with some content, and I've got we've got a. We like, we like to surprise you with the information yes, last bro. time. Yes. For those of you who have been watching the podcast, we do hit them up about some things. That, and we do indeed have some more info for you that we didn't review oh on God. the last time round. And I want to take it back to, um, you know, like the timeline of a podcast, it always starts at the beginning, right? Eh? That sounded right. wise, but it really wasn't. <laughs> um, so we want to take it back to your childhood, bro. Uh, yes, bro. Back to, you know, when everything was... Just freedom bound, mm-hmm. and in particular, uh, we had to to understand that you had a interest in leather jackets back oh, like in the day, yes. bro. Um, <laughs> and, and so, and so, uh, brother, can you tell us about your fascination <laughs> for that particular garment, and also the group? Or rather, mm. gang that uh, oh. you were affiliated with Whoa. back in the day.
3: Mm, <laughs> Damn.
2: <of> the mm. <laughs> Damn, bro. How, who is this? Uh,
0: we're do, bro. Rav, it, it's that's our a, job.
2: That's fucking out of pocket. See, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's a buried memory. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, nah, uh, I'd, uh, I think, oh, actually I don't even remember the full story, but um, I used to roll around in leather jackets because I used to see like heaps of... um movies where they'd have like bikers in there and like so I was like oh, jackets are like peak coolness mm. but the thing about the jackets that I would wear was they were like four sizes too big for me <laughs> or like had massive rips so like they could have been cool but I just looked like the biggest whore. Um <laughs> I also had a tendency when I was younger to like not wear a shirt so I'd like roam the street <laughs> like when I was from like from like f- six to nine I used to just walk around everywhere with just pants or shorts on no shoes no shirt but then when I thought jackets were cool, I was like, "Oh, I'll just add that on top." So I'd have no shoes, pants, no shirt, and then a big ass leather jacket on top, which like had no style. But I thought I was the <laughs> shit.
0: Yeah, that's all I meant. Did you did you know? Did you think you were you were flying or bro? At I thought I
2: was the coolest. Follow. And I think actually though, because of my confidence, and because kids don't know. Right. When you're a kid, whatever's like the loudest thing or whatever's trending is the coolest thing. But because I had the confidence to be like that, it was a little bit cool, mm. but only within the small circles that I operated in. Um like the gang, for instance, that I used to I wasn't even a gang, bro. We were just like <laughs> some kids, bro. We used to um <coughs> what is it? We used to like ride riff sticks. Do you remember oh, sticks yeah. back in the day? Bro? Sticks, yes. Mother. Bro. They were like the go to. And um I think I got one of the first ones at our school, so I was like Hundu, the trendsetter, and then a few other boys got it, and then um some of the other boys got some leather jackets too. So, yeah, we used to rock around in that thinking we were top shit, but we we're probably just the whoriest kids there, the <laughs> stupidest. But bro, with yeah. a
0: ripstick, even back then, bro, you, like you say you're horry, but man, you are like that's like being at the top of the minority. <laughs> 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 If you had a ripstick, bro Because ripstick meant you had money where I come from well. We were fucking around with the with the Razor scooters that you have to adjust Twist the bolt and then whip it up
1: Ah, bro, do you, know what's, do you know what's Peak? What? Peak level money? What? Wheelie shoes Yes, oh.
2: oh, bro, those are actually Skucks
1: You know, you know what, bro, that, that was uh, That showed who was in the minority and yeah. who was not yeah. <laughs> Those wheelie shoes, brother Oh, your dad has some money <laughs> Yes, for
2: even the skill to ride them, because you could have them, but like people couldn't use them. Mm. Like trash. But if you could do them, bro.
0: The amount of people I saw back in the day with heelys that did not know how to use yes, them. I just, you know, casual walk and then, oh.
1: <laughs> 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 and then just get tripped up by nothing. You, yeah. Uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you remember anyone in the gangs that you were with the the leather and ripstick um. gang?
2: To be honest, and I'll just make this comment before I go in there. I was, like you say, the top of the minority, right? But there were actually three sets of ripsticks going around, right? So you had the real ones, and then you had the off-brand Asian classification, and then you had the ones that were a completely different design because they were trying to rip off the Asians off-brand who were ripping off the real ones. Mm. I had the second one. My bro had the real one and then our other bro who like came in and we were hesitant because he had like the fugliest rooster. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was not cool. His name's Liam, bro. Liam, if you're listening, bro, I didn't mean it back then, I promise you. But it was fugly. Um, yeah, but. Um,
0: did, did you just have to have a gang-hui to see if,
2: I was, <laughs> if he was <laughs> eligible to come and you in? You had a pass emotion and everything. Bro. Um,
1: what was the question, bro? uh, Do you remember any of your bro's names? Oh yeah,
2: Liam. Liam was one of them. Um, My other bro, Michael, which was my best mate um, in Porirua. Michael, I won't say his last name, just in case. Um, Because I actually think... I I think we stopped being bros because of a fight or something. But yeah, him and Michael... I think actually it was just the three main men. <laughs> I don't think that... Is that a gang, <laughs> <laughs> but like a crazy horse's yes, bro. bro yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, on bro, mean far out. That's um that's a real cool insight into your childhood, bro. Um, and I think uh, keeping on with the obsession, or rather the um the interest in your childhood mm. we're going to we're going to move it to a topic we've already talked about prior oh yes yes um and uh, it's the photograph from
2: oh, the, yes, yeah, yeah, of you yeah. as a
0: kid um swimming in your flooded
2: school oh, don't show the camera <laughs> <laughs> Don't zoom up on the photo go, right. yeah so this is um in the picture there's like a yellow slide if you can see over there don't show the camera he shows the <laughs> nah, <coughs> but like it's for, for context right um don't Google the photo either because that's trash. But, yeah, so the, the yellow slide there um, is where the old playground was for because we had, like, um, little kids and then we had, like, slightly older kids. So that was, like, the little kids' playground. Mm. And um, that was at the front of the school. And Porirua was prone to getting flooded whenever it rained air, so it filled up. And it was about um, – it was probably only, like, knee height, but I was swimming around in it like it was, like, the deepest pool ever. And going down the slide, like, it was a hydro slide. And then this fella came over and took some photos um, and then I made it onto the newspapers, yeah. It's um, it's a bit, yeah, I think my reaction too when you first pulled this out was how the hell did you get a hold of this? Because if you look at the timestamp, March 28, 2011. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's 11 years ago. If if, bro, if, we, bro, some, bro, if we somehow
0: bro. get some saved audio of that, insert it here. Insert it here. Oh, yes,
1: where bro. the fuck did you find that? Yes, <laughs> bro, where the f- did that come from <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're too toody bro it's our job yes. It's our job but that's our job I guess we're moving on now again as you know at too do we like to koha um our guests, something oh, yes. that is meaningful to them or of relevance not to this them. time though. no this time you still get a koha bro <laughs> oh um, yeah bro. I'm untouched hey it's all good bro um so we found out that
2: that's never good even you say we found out. <laughs> <laughs> no, this
0: we found out bro and we want you to explain it as well um, are you familiar with the name Honu? Yes, bro. So um, I don't have that particular Honu, <laughs> <but> <laughs> <laughs> bro, like,
2: did you break into my apartment? <laughs>
0: but we found out you have a fascination for turtles. Yes, bro. So yeah. we want to gift you a, a little oh, turtle on a coral. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> You're allowed to swear, it's all good. No way. Uh, just, just from you know us for, welcome, for, as partly an apology, because we lost your first nice. uh, interview. Thanks, bro. But yeah, has a core cool half for you as well, bro. This
2: is probably one of the coolest ones I've got to. So we <laughs> spent standard. our full budget on that, my bro.
0: <laughs> hard <laughs> out, hard out, hard out. But yeah, what, what's with $1. the turtles? <laughs> <Nah,
3: sorry. laughs>
0: <laughs> so what's with the fascination, my bro?
2: Oh uh, yeah, no, nah, I don't know, bro. Um turtles I think are just pretty like some of the most majestic creatures I've seen. I think it started with finding Nemo, Crash and Squirt, bro. Mm. Like, cause they're just like mm. you could tell they were the surface Stoners. They were so cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, but ever since I like I like picked up a few, like I picked up a little clay one and then I got a wooden one and then when my um, nan passed away I got a bunch of her art stuff and then she had a wooden, what do you call it, like a wooden turtle as well from the islands um, and then I got like a little soft toy one from someone else and then over time I just built up this collection because I just picked them up like, yeah, and then I've got heaps of them, I think I've got like 32 Whoa. different turtles, yeah, wow. just little ones. Collect those items, eh? Yeah, bro, yeah. I've got a fat collection of them and I'll be adding this to the... Well, they're they're in a box right now. (laughs) (laughs) I feel bad. I feel bad because we don't got space in our apartment, but yeah. That's all right. Uh, What are your favourite ones? Um, No favourites, bro. I love them all equally. Oh, look at that. Uh, black one, number 10. <laughs> <laughs> number 10. 20 degrees to the left. Uh, yes. <laughs> um,
0: well, as well as that, I mean, we would be remiss if we didn't get you the one food that you fucking like. And oh, it, did you do it again? We, yeah, yeah.
3: Oh!
0: Yeah, we got you. So
1: here we <laughs> go, Fano. Once again, we brought this man a dry sponge cake. We have nothing they on it. Oh. But, so. but, you,
0: but this one has flavor by the look of it. Yeah. You got him a. I got him a, a spicy
2: one. Nah, you know a what? chocolate. <laughs> sponge round choc- double. There you go, bro. It's next level. I am i won't smash this back <laughs> on camera like I did last time. <laughs> You're allowed to, bro. It's all good. Nah, nah. So, um,
1: can you tell us about this fascination that you have with dry, sand yeah, sponge cake? Nah, it's
2: not... Oh, I don't know, bro. Yeah. Um, it's just, like, super nice. And it is weird because it's the pack and save ones. Oh, this is new, cuz.
0: You fucked it, no, bro. No. You fucked it. <laughs> no, no. They didn't have any.
2: They did not have any. <laughs> but um, pack and save sponge, like, specifically is the best. But um, I've always loved sponge cake, but my dad um, would always buy lamingtons and he'd wonder why I never liked sponge cake. And he'd cuss me up for it because I'd be like, I'll buy you sponge cake. Why didn't you eat them? I'm like, no, dad. I like plain sponge. <laughs> not sponge with flavour. Not, sp- <laughs> not sponge with jam and chocolate and coconut on it. But, um, yeah, plain sponge is, like, the nicest... I don't know why it's my favorite cake. Yeah, we that's all, good, bro. I, I, y'all, y'all, haters, bro.
0: Hey, we all we all have our we all have our interests, our our fetishes, if you will, bro. Some for I some it, for some it's cucumber and vaseline for others it's dry sponge clip cake. Come that, bro, clip that.
2: Pretty much around <laughs> it,
1: about the same level, I think. But yeah, no
2: big fan of sponge, bro.
1: I think to reiterate a thing, uh, Rangi Matsamu once said, um, <laughs> How <did> <laughs> <laughs> he said...
3: How did um, you make that jump? <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh,
1: you may have a perspective on one thing, mm. but it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you have a right to an opinion. Uh, you also have a right to be wrong. Mm. And you are wrong this time, my bro. If anything, you're kind of wrong too, because you went out of your way to experience buying it, bro. Yeah, So, mm. uh, what, so in a the, way... Two wrongs made a right. No, two mm. wrongs made me depressed. And you
3: shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and with that being said, I think we should uh, move on. Yes, you
1: should I shut the fuck up. Violated by our technician. Fuck. Yeah, for your own sounds. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go. Let's carry on. Let's carry on. Okay, my very um, let's start making a bit of progression. Uh, tell us about uh, the statement here. The statement that's uh, somehow yes. tied to you. Uh, I'm just gonna. True. I'm gonna repeat it and uh, just give us a bit of a uh, the origin story. Corwito Papa. Oh,
2: true. Yeah. Oh, true. Um. Yeah, the origin. So it's not actually my saying. I wish it was. Um, but it was in the context of the video I was in. It was like it just came to my head. It was perfect because the video mm. I was in was um, I think Luke was doing some mahi, and then um, he was interviewing people and he was asking them like, like in Tedeo like after hours questions like um would you ever have pumps speaking to the Maori? What's your favorite part of your partner's or a person's body? Um if you were gonna speak to the what would you say? And I was like <laughs> I, I just, it was perf- perfectly. But um <coughs> it actually came from a Wananga I did um <laughs> <laughs> Oh Kyona. Yeah it's actually got some academic and <laughs> uh, matauranga background to it. Oh uh, no nah, so I was doing this Wananga um, back in high school called um, Te Reo Aratau with my bro Rico um, and my partner Honey who mm. was my partner at the time um, and our teacher was watching the Queensland versus um, NS Dove game He'd, he'd got the projector out in the um, shed and he snuck off. Uh, we were all doing our work inside late that night and he'd snuck off to watch it and it was just him and then like one by one people would come in <laughs> and he was like getting fucked off because he was like we were ruining it and being loud. Um, but like whenever someone would score a try or something he'd get up, he'd get up and go, go away, papa, go away, papa, mea my go mai, go papa. Bro, and it was like the highlight of the whole trip. Um that Fuka Toki. Mm. I should say. Yeah.
0: So from that real harato one, the one thing you took away from it <laughs> was <laughs> <Yes>. this Fakatoki. Kau or Papa. There you go. Fuckatoki or tera. Kau or Papa. Yeah. Mm. Who's your daddy? <laughs> there. there it is. There it is. Unreal bro. Unreal. Have you have you used it? Have you used this particular photope? No.
2: <laughs> in in everyday context? Um nah outside of nah actually I, I haven't used it. I probably should. It's a good one. Mm. I mm. think I'll probably use it like um no
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, <yeah. laughs> I was gonna say uh, something out of pocket, but I wouldn't say that. Gonna use it. Nah. <laughs> we'll, we'll save it for before
2: after hours, bro. Yes, for yes. Bring back the after hours, I'll oh, bring back Bring uh, Bring, yes. Mm. Mm.
1: Well, uh, you, as a quick transition, you brought her up, my bro. Uh, tell us about your partner and uh, the original meeting story that you had with her.
2: Yes, bro. Bit of a, bit of a love story. Bit of um, a lot of romance in there. She kicked my ass and we fell in love. Nah. Romantic, um, bro. Uh, not in the physical sense, but um, <coughs> I was competing. So when I did Money uh, Kōrero in year, year, what's the, year 11? No, year 9. My first year of high school I did Manu Koreros and I won regionals and I made it to nationals um, and I think I came like fifth or something overall and I was pretty proud of that so when I went to Ngata yate, I was like oh shit I'm going to compete, I'm going to make it, this time I'll crack it and so um, because I came halfway through the year I didn't get to compete um, but I saw Honey perform and that's where like I first saw her stand and speak and she was, immaculate amazing and um, I was Mm. pretty smitten by that not gonna lie Mm. and then the next year I competed and she whipped my ass like (laughs) badly bro she did so good um, thrashed me and I stood no chance and then um, yeah that's how we actually met and then um, I kept seeing her at different kaupapa like one at a time like I'd see her at wakas manus or hakas or something just one-offs and then um, I eventually I got a job um, working at an ends cafe, and this was before we were together. And then, like after a while, we like got together, and so we'd go to work on the Saturday, and then after work she'd come stay over with me. And um, that was like the only time we could hang out because it was my first year of uni, and she was still, uh, yeah, it was like h- halfway through the year maybe. But she was, she was um, still at high school, so I was like a year older than her. So she was at school all week, and then I'd see her <laughs> on the weekend. And then yeah, now we're together. Four years, Four years now? hey,
0: hey. Yeah, yeah. big numbers. Carry on, carrying on from your YouTube you two meeting. Um, it's our understanding that prior to knowing each other's names, you two had a nickname for each other,
2: yeah. Um, I had a few. I know my one for her was like person I only met once because I only met her once. I think hers was the same, but then she started calling me Goldilocks for a bit because <laughs> I had the long hair, which was you know annoying, but like because I was here, I was like, oh, no, stop don't do that <laughs> <laughs> to get the attention bro like, like what <laughs> no. don't clip that don't make that a sound <laughs> t- <laughs> uh, yeah bro yeah that was the names mm, crackle. Oh,
0: non. wonderful romantic story bro
2: um but just <coughs> transitioning from that because you know we're talking about first years and i know um that's where we first met right mm. and i actually have a few stories of my own i would like to throw back your followers wow. week. <laughs> just oh. out of curiosity um and the first one, I suppose, was um, because when I first met Crave, as he was known back in the Ra's, you know, um, very strong impressions. But then I would later see him stand in front of all of Te Waiora in his first year going for a role that was, like, pretty up there for the Ropu. I believe it was um, the treasurer position.
1: Oh, what a start.
2: Yes, bro. And um, and I remember one of the things he said, because he had all this really good all about, you know, like... um. Actually, I'll let you go into it. But one of the lines I remember the most was, and I was like, have you had any experience in like accounting or money management? And he he rattled off a bunch of stuff he had done with his iwi and his whanau. And then he goes, and um, in high school, I achieved all my maths papers with merits. (laughs) 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 And that was like his finisher. (laughs) I was like, yes, bro, you got my vote. (laughs)
1: But yeah, would you like to elaborate on that one? Ah, well... Quite interesting, it went from the wāre shade to my yes, um <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, so just to break it down, yes, back in 2018 when I was the first year, um, Te Wāre at the time was going through a bit of a kerfuffle, and uh, and uh, the treasurer had to vacate their position, and so there was an SGM held because the treasurer is a very vital uh, position in Te mm. And so... Um, unbeknownst to me, I was like, "Oh, let's just go, brothers." <laughs> so there was a, there was a, a group of us. They just went and uh we sat down. We were listening. And then when it came to the time when they wanted to seek a, a new treasurer, uh, Mister Mister Petitot to my <laughs> left, there <laughs> he said, "Yes, I want to nominate uh a Crave," and I was like, "Oh, okay." Oh. And, then, and <laughs> my,
0: then your answer to me was gold. <laughs>
1: Mm. <laughs> In front of mm. everybody, <laughs> and so then, uh then uh humble humble was my second, and then, <laughs> then then the president at the time we're like, oh, uh, "Oh, do you accept?" And then I was like,
3: mm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> "So it was me a first year, really break my knuckles into what it look, or what uni life was, and." Yeah. It, and there was this other Waini that went up for it. Um, sadly, I wasn't given the role because of, uh, oh, you're a fish G you're, yeah. you're not responsible. Well, shame the treasurer, captain, like a month <laughs> later. <laughs> I'm still here, baby. I could have been your treasurer. I could have been your president. Nah. <laughs> Where the treasurer at, though? You tell him, bro. To be or not to be. That is the question. Well, continue on know with questions, brother. <laughs> It's going from being the host show to being the it's wire the, it's show again. Just a warning, bro. Just
2: a warning. One
1: to do with whatever. <laughs> so, brother. Um, oh, bro, crack up. So, you, you're quite comfortable with the mic, would you say? Yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, You haven't rearranged it as much as last time. We're well, speaking on top of it. Yes, like last yes, time. Yes, yes. But uh, it, it's, uh, it's known to us that your, your history with the microphone you expect to radio station.
2: Yeah, yeah. So um I was actually a DJ professional. No. Oh, <laughs> no. oh, oh what the fuck no. yeah. um yeah I, I used to work for Roko FM. Um myself, Kaya and um Mikai Mikai De Ra <laughs> sorry Mikai De. Um yeah we used to work at the Roko FM radio station. Um Tahiro Mafitsu was the frequency and um we did that for a summer. Um, and it was the Te Reo Māori rangatahi show, so we were called Hiha, and that was actually came from Makaire. It was pretty cool, um, but like out of pocket, the management at the place. But it was it was still a really cool experience, but then um, after the summer, they were like, do you want to stay on? And Makaire was like, nah, see ya, he gapped it. <laughs> and then I stayed on, and this was um, through COVID, I think, so we were doing pre-recorded stuff because we couldn't go in, obviously. Mm. And then I, I gapped it, I think, halfway through the year, and then Kai is still there. Um, she still does some stuff from them, hey. which is pretty mean. Um, yeah, overall pretty mean experience. Um, a cool thing to do. I think anything radio, podcast, that sort of stuff is actually super fun. Um, like the media stuff that isn't recorded. I don't know why. I feel like if it's just your voice, you got to be a bit more creative, a bit more yeah, creative, I guess, in the way you deliver stuff. So, yeah, mad respect to radio hosts. Mean,
0: mean, mm. bro. Well, um, I guess since we've got you on a mic, bro, I was wondering if you could give us a bit of a radio voice oh, yes. uh, intro, bro.
2: bro. I will I'll do my one
0: eh? Yeah, go for <coughs> it, bro.
2: Oh, how did it go? Uh, I was like something like uh, I was was something like something, something like that, bro. It was something like that.
0: I swear I've heard that before. I swear I've heard that voice. Fuck I may have nice. fucking
2: logged into your bloody radio station now. You got the? I, I tell you, bro, you would have only done it in passing because our frequency only traveled like to the vicinity of Tokoroa. Uh. <laughs> 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 like even if you're in Patea, which is a half hour away, you could barely get it. It'd be like crackly air so True. Yeah. Would you, you get? Know. Would you get back into radio, bro? <clears throat> Yes, definitely. Very, um, that's why I was actually keen to come on here because it's like cool stuff Yeah, I'd, I'd love to do my own radio show for the iwi, um later on maybe, but um, yeah, not now. It's a bit too much. Too much. Um, Takes a bit far.
1: Oh, good. Yeah. So you can do it while you're, while you're building, my bro. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> yes,
2: bro. I'll the build the station.
3: There
0: <laughs> you go, Rokawa. You've got a builder, a tradie, and a
1: radio voice right here. Yes, bro. Right here. Checking for trades. Well... It's it's quite good that we were able to see your abilities on the mic because not only yeah. not only you're great on the mic, but you're great off the mic. Because you're we got a Mr. Money Cordial speaker yes, over here. Yeah, yeah. Can you can you break it down to us, brother?
2: Yeah, bro, so um yeah, same um as I was talking about meeting my missus, yeah. I used to do money cordial. Um and I think in my the first year I did it which was year nine, um what was my speech about? It was about triangles and squares. Like my whole thing was about triangles and squares and it was about how like Māori are squares, Pākehā are triangles and like the systems built for triangles don't work for squares. That was my whole thing. Um, But like it was was so dumb because I can't even remember most of it but it was was so dumb because I had random points in there about mixing Heke Parata and like some other famous follower to like design this awesome system that didn't work (laughs) <laughs> um, I had, like, I had, like, references to the Warriors. I was talking about oh, a whole lot of just random trash, bro, rubbish. That,
0: that, that death sounds like a system that didn't work, yeah, if you're yes. referencing the Warriors, bro. I'm oh, <laughs> This is bro, our oh, year, bro. This is our year. <laughs> <this> is <it. laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, so yeah. that was me, um... And then I did that and I stopped after I met honey because I was like, Oh that's no, no point competing. i <laughs> well, just get sassed. <laughs> Any do you have any
0: for any aspiring cordetal nga, nga speakers or any public speakers coming into the competition realm, do you have any mm. advice for them, bro? Being a veteran of the Manu realm yourself?
2: Um Yeah, I'd say I'd say because there's lots of advice I could give about the actual speech, you know, like using three key points or connecting with them like tying your points with an emotion so people can understand it or like um, reflecting on past examples to carry your argument forward because then it's a lot easier. But I think the main one for me and my hook was always the introductions they would give to the the people because you write out a little sheet and you fill it out like where you're from, what you want to be when you're older, some blah, 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 blah. um, And like I always made that just out the gate because it always grabbed people's attention and they'd be like, wait, what? what who's this guy and then they'd <laughs> want to listen so one of them was um like it was like what do you want to be when you're older like what do you want to achieve and my one was um to fulfill my lifelong dream dream of being a fire truck. and I was just like you know it's just so random so out the gate and people are like what does that even mean and it just catches people's attention because they're like okay now I have to listen and then I'd have like a real serious chord with a yeah. few jokes here and there but like that little and it wasn't me who said it, so I was introduced like that. So yeah, I'd say take advantage of this stuff outside the speech because it does it all it all helps, I reckon. Think outside
0: the box, you would say. Yes, bro. Mm, yeah. Well, let's put that advice to work, shall we? Oh, yes, yeah. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna rock you with some impromptu mana, bro.
2: Oh, kia ora,
1: kia ora,
0: Um do you wanna do you wanna drive this?
1: No, you already got it, mate.
0: All right, sweet, cool. We're going to give you a minute, bro, a yes, minute, and you. this topic is going to be awfully dear to you, bro, um, so <laughs> oh, <no>. what we're, <laughs> we're going to do, is we're going to give you a minute, and we're going to um, talk about why sponge cake, <laughs> in particular dry sponge cake, is uh, better than actual nice flavoured filled sponge cake. Yum. Would you like some time? We'll cut this no. out on the actual
1: recording. No, I've got it. I've oh, got straight it. off the guts. Okay, okay. Yep. Three, two. One, go.
2: So if you break down the word Māori and its origins, essentially Māori as a um, noun refers to the collective people who are of Māori origin. But the original word was used to describe the natural or pure state of things. So as an adjective, Māori means natural, pure, or something along those lines. Mm. And in essence, that refers to something in the truest sense or its truest form. Now I'm a fundamental believer, there's a countdown. <laughs> um, I'm a fundamental believer of returning things back to the way they were, back to their origins, back to where we came from and how it used to be. And I look at this humble cheesecake, sponge cake, oh my God, oh. sorry. And then I compare that to a lamington, desecrated with the white coconut of the white man of colonisation, sprinkled on top of the... the <laughs> um, and I look at that and I think, you know what, let's bring it back. Keep it natural, sponge cake.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> and the Korymako impromptu award goes soon. I tried my best, funny. Oh, desecrated with the desiccated <laughs> coconut of the white man.
1: Oh, oh my
2: goodness! Tried my best,
1: Very Good to see coconuts come from Europe. Yes, yeah. I was, yeah. <laughs>
2: my Pacific people is my badge <laughs> I'm sorry
0: oh that's gold bro that is gold and that's that's uh, what is advice in action fine no you just gotta mm. go for <laughs> it bro pretty much yeah that was on bro
1: well done Kilda, thank you good thank stuff you. thinking on on the spot well yeah. my bro we're gonna we're gonna take you off the stage and we're gonna put you on the courts on the field tell us about your love for karate, karate. oh
2: shit. <laughs> Yeah, I used to um, I used to do karate, Kenpo karate specifically, mm. uh, when I lived in Puridwa. Um, gee, I must have been from like oh, maybe like 10 to 11, 12, something like that. Um, and it's crack up too, because the place where it was, did I say this last time where it was?
1: You're going uh, to now. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. Go.
2: So the place where it was is, um, it's like you got to go up the stairs and into the studio above these shops, right? But it was on like this, um, they called it under the canopies because they had these big canopies, and then it was a walkway uh, over to our Porirua Mall, and then along the sides you had shops. It was kind of an outdoor area. Um, but the thing was, um, like that place, because Porirua is pretty much a, a very big, town that's gang affiliated. Mm. So lots of more patch members around there. Actually I got another nice story about the TRTs. <laughs> yes. Um yeah, and so during the day, if you walk through the through under the canopies, it's populated with patches. And it's like, where do they come from? Why are they here? What are they doing? And they're all just kind of hanging out, right? But then they all disappear. And it's ex- at exactly 2.45, and it's because they all got to go pick up their kids. That's where they all disappear. <laughs> and so you would see, like, um, yeah, you'd just see that going into karate, you'd see them, the transition from there being heaps to being none, and it was like, yeah, it was pretty pretty crazy to witness. Um, but the other story I've got is, um, so I, I used to go to school with this girl, and um, later on we found out, some of my brothers from back home, that she had some kids, and this came up about... Because um, we were discussing Kids names And I'm like Oh shoot! What, what are the kids names And they are Out the gate
1: Yeah shout out them
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah that's
2: No judgement
1: um, Yeah hard okay. Like you know
2: There was heaps of kids Back those days Who had like Random names Like yeah, everyone named After a car Like Mercedes Or Ford Or Nissan I <laughs> Suzuki, Suzuki. <laughs> Toyota Beetle Hilux no, no. Wait, till, wait till he gets a
1: Honda <laughs> Honda <laughs> 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 Yeah, let's go. Great yeah. wall in Sanyong. Yo. <laughs> if
0: my nephew uh, BMW BMW, <laughs> Come, BMW. Come, here. Come here.
1: Come here. Wow. Skoda. Wow. Skoda. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um so uh, talking about patches. Um <laughs> Talking about patches, also in karate, you're um, you're giving an uh, you're given a, a bout yeah. the further you progress. Uh what what bout did you get to? <sighs>
2: yeah. Um I'm pretty sure it was like oh, I wanna say like orange or purple, I think. Yeah, it was something around there. But I only only got like the first tip, or I was the first tip off from being the next one up, um, which would
0: if so from white.
2: Yeah, I think it was like white, yellow, I want to say orange, then purple. Maybe there was something in between, and then it was like um, brown or oh, blue, brown and black.
0: So what you were yellow or
2: I was I was I'm pretty sure or, or maybe I was yellow. <coughs> no, nah, yeah, I, I was. Um, I
1: think I want to say orange. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, here at Two we have a gift for you once again. <laughs> um, does, does this bro, look familiar? The gift that keeps on so, giving. Uh, so, we acknowledge uh, that this is your second time around yes. And uh, what's the color after white, brother? Yellow. Here you go. Man. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> so, uh, oh my god. Bro, this is Eddie that sponsored. <laughs> no that's fucking like, no free advertising here, No, no, no. no free shit. advertising. Yeah. Damn so, bro. um, so for your second time round. You got a yellow belt, my bro. We're we're upping the grades, brother. Every time you
0: come in, you can lift up a grade. (laughs) (laughs) I
2: love it, bro.
0: I love it. Just the same content every time. Yes, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Mean, bro. Um, uh, did you ever? While we're on the topic of karate, bro, did you ever? um, Did you ever compete?
2: Nah, nah. I never. I never. Like my heart wasn't in it to take it to any competitions. The most. We did was um sparring in-house. Um Yeah, I never wanted to, because it was just something to do. And because um, in my family, if you were a kid, you had to do a sport. So that's where I met Tyler, actually. Oh, no, no, sorry. I met him at um primary, but then later on I'd meet him playing softball. And my friend Michael, who I was talking about in my gang, yeah, we did softball together <laughs> and rugby as well and soccer. Um So, yeah, it was just one of the sports to fill in the time.
0: Cool, bro. Cool. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, he mentioned Tyler, so...
1: And Tyler Eglig, Yunker-Smith, will be on an episode coming out later on. Um, well, talking about good stories, brother, um, I would love for you to break down the story of you and the Bright Horse Showers. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were done with this, <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to relive this again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: no, so it was like... Um, oh, yeah, we were hiding from the RAs on the night of O-Week, and um, we had... I think it was like the pajama party. We had like onesies, me um, and some of the aunties, the bros that you know of, um, and then we were like gapping it from the RAs, and we hid it in the, um, in the toilets in the bathrooms, and because one of them has a bath in it and it's got a shower kit and that goes over the top, so we were hiding in there, and um, like we were being noisy as shit, and then we're like quiet, 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 and then I'm um, like, oh, I think they were like calling out about where someone was, and then um. Yeah, we were like, quiet, quiet, say nothing. And then he just had like a fat crash. And then I came down and like, we got busted straight away. All our drinks got taken off us. But I had a bottle in my onesie. Not Oh, <laughs> that looks dodgy. Yeah, so- <laughs> oh, <sorry>. The bottle <laughs> in my onesie. Um, <laughs> yeah, so couldn't be seen. And then we managed to sneak those into town. But yeah, yeah, got snapped from the RAs. It was pretty rough. Breaking me- bro. Do you
0: remember what floor you got snapped on?
2: Um, the best floor? Yeah, yeah, it must have been hey, was it was y one. Yeah, well, yeah, it well, yeah, yeah, must have been Y one, because I think we went um upper level because we didn't get thinged out about the people beneath us hearing it.
0: Just while we're talking about Brian Hall, bro, um, I shared an experience with you and the aunties. Uh, it was Multiple, my first ex- actually. Yeah, yeah, no, but this one was pretty out of it because it was my first ever time watching the Big Les show with yous.
2: Oh, <laughs> on oh. <laughs> um, oh, can you can you catch me up on it? So
0: so I believe um, we were inebriated <laughs> <laughs> to some degree, no doubt, and uh, out of nowhere. Um, it was either we went into Hockey's room or someone's room or the lounge and on the small square TV or a laptop we ended up watching the big Les show and all I remember from that time is buzzing out at everything in that <laughs> fucking show because it looked like I was on psychedelics yes, all night. Um What are you talking about? What are you talking about? It, what you do? it was the it was the one where he wins the lottery and he's like holy fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was like, "Oh shit, yeah.
2: yeah, bro." Um, I want.
0: I wonder, um, if there were any moments like that in Brian Hall that you could recall, or just that in the first year of uni altogether.
2: Yeah, bro, I got a few, um, but I don't, uh, I don't know if they're good for camera or. For yeah, radio, it, well, well, good
0: thing we aren't uh, posting the whole video. Oh well.
2: yes, yeah, nah, safe. Uh, <laughs> nah, um, oh, yeah, there's a few different ones. These, oh, there was this guy, um. And we met him first year, and I forgot his name, and he did law, um, I can't remember his name, but I actually left my wallet in his room one time, um, and then he left, but my wallet was still there, So, but he left his window open, and he was on Z2, so I scaled the building to climb through. Um, he lived close to the, he was close to the door. I've forgotten his name though. If he's Corbett? Right. Corbett, yeah, they might have yes oh. <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you, sorry,
0: was he next door to me? So you got yes, the, bro, you yes, got yes, oh the, yeah, my yeah, god. yeah.
2: That was some, yes, bro, Corbin.
1: Oh, oh my god,
0: god. you're sk- up there, brother. Skids, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: is that? What's the name <laughs> it was? It was just,
0: piles, yes, that's his name. No,
1: no, no, skids the piles. Killed piles. <laughs> oh god, mommy
2: he bro. True. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what's another one? I remember one time I came and drunk to your room, and I was like, bro, I just need somewhere to crash, and you're like. <laughs> You know what, bro? Yes, all good. You can crash on the floor because I've got nothing else on oh, the sweet ass. And then you're like, you know what, bro? <sighs> I'm just gonna go sleep on the couch. And then you rolled out, I think must have rolled out to the um the communal area to the couch and crashed out, and you let, you gave me your bed, bro, and I was like, Man, this guy. What a guy. <sighs> what a guy. Um, what else is there? Many the aunties antics. Actually, that's a good point. because um, you might not realize this, bro, but you're an original member of the Huckleberries. Am I? Yes, a year because you were there at our inception. Oh, Cause what was the fuck? Because, um, so, back in our first year, we had to do this presentation on a legal concept called filling the gaps, which is when a lawyer oh. interprets something, um, say interprets a law, and the law's like, this is the law, no dogs allowed, and then you fill the gaps because certain situations arise where, like, it doesn't make sense to interpret it that way, so maybe it's like, um, oh, this, dogs aren't allowed... But in certain situations, maybe guide dogs can, right? So mm-hmm. we had to do a thing on that. And um, our man here, Harley, was in our group. It was me, Harley, Karma, and um, Haki. Is that right? That's yeah, that's us right. For. Yeah, yeah, us four. And our man was not showing up to our wananga to discuss it. So we developed a plan. Our plan was to set up this um, this like court hearing scenario. That was our skit. <laughs> And Harley would be put on trial for breaking the Collective Participation Act, which was an act we made up because he failed to participate collectively. And we put him on trial (laughs) for it. That's right. And bro, I tell you what, I tell you what, he came in and owned that shit like so good. And for someone who didn't do the first half of the things, he came in and like, bro, blew us away. And from that point on, we were quite surprised too because we found that Harley didn't actually study law. He was taking these papers for fun? <laughs> um yeah,
0: I just wanna say uh these three cats held my ass up on <laughs> fucking stilts. Like, you could not have broader shoulders in a room when it came mm. to me not doing mahi, brother. Yes, yes, So uh I appreciate that you think I owned
2: it. You know you did bro, you came in pretty manner. Um but also on that note, do you remember any of our, our sayings, bro? Cause we had a bit of a language back then too, a few lingo. Bit of a lingo, Do you remember any?
0: I'm not gonna lie. I didn't. I thought I was just a uh, just a passerby <sighs> in the whole huckleberry ah, camp. You were,
2: you were there at the inception. Was bro, I original oh, member? Well, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to run my memory. Well, uh I think one of the ones that was commonly used was mahi. Do you know what mahi was? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Very. Yeah. Yeah. So that was one of the primary ones we used. Um, oh, what <laughs> was it? Mahi. Yeah. Oh, so oh, this was the signal for it. So you go like that. You get it on the camera. <gasps> So you go, doing the mahi. But <laughs> so you, you you go to work and you do the mahi, but then also when you come back from town, you go and do the mahi. Do you get what you mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. so I've like, never seen that in Yes, for, yeah, the yeah. That was a signal for, I don't know why, um, we had the hoko hoko shop as well. Do you remember that one? Nah. So that was a joke uh, where, like, um, oh, I was more for the girls, would be like, are um, oh, you going to take the bro to the hoko hoko <laughs> shop? Like, is the girl going to take the guy to the hoko hoko shop? Because the... I know this is gonna get clipped, but the hoko hoko shot was the hoko hoko shot. I already, I already knew that was coming. I already knew. I'm not, I'm not repeating that either. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's,
2: I
0: just, just for the outset, it's throttle. <laughs> the gork, the gork, three thousand, as we call it back in the day. Yes, bro. The Hoko Hoko Gotahi and I'm gonna say, bro, just on the outset, that's a new one for me.
2: Nah, no, I'm pretty sure you were there. Oh, well, yeah. No. Wait, was it? Oh, I mean, I might have, but fuck. I, I definitely remember um, you jumping oh, in on the bench the on that one. Hoko Hoko Shop. Yes. Oh, now you know. gotta say what the throat kill? Oh, the <laughs> Hoko Shop. <laughs> Yes, bro. Fuck, fuck, yeah. what, what other sayings are there, bro? This uh, is this is. Nah, long. well, that's that's the thing actually because we had so many sayings, it was like a whole new language. We thought because we could just do like three or oh, like three to four sentences of just those references, but we've since then I've, we've forgotten them. Those are the only two that I can remember from the original Huckleberries. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, shocked to hear that I was one of
1: the OGs. Yes, bro,
2: yeah. Oh, wow, well. so
1: uh, yeah, anyone going to the hook shop right now? <laughs> Have, Have a good time. Time. Oh, on you bro, well done Well done, well done. <laughs> Also why are you listening to us? <laughs> <laughs> hey <laughs> Hey
2: maybe you guys are just you know You tickle some people's fancy <laughs> like that
1: Maybe people like it Don't even say that again <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: That's some lingo For the deep memories bro I don't yeah, remember those yeah, The only yeah. the only language I remember is bringing in the um, Ara and adi Like shitara oh, I remember just bringing great. that in man Oh from my uh, my final back home, Lemarin was another Lemaren. one. That's his nickname, mm. Lemarin, other than Crave. He's a lemon, Lemarin, just because he's sour all the time. Anyway, <laughs> um, <coughs> bruh, you're fucking difficult, difficult, lemon difficult. <laughs> <my bro. laughs> well, thank you for that trip
1: down memory yes, lane, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, far out. So, you're gonna vacate memory lane, but I'm gonna take him further down it, Oof, my bro. Could go. you carry on telling us about uh. A Story of a contract that you have with Mr. <laughs> Tyler, yeah. Um, so
2: you so saw, I met Tyler, I think I said in primary school, bro. And this guy was ever since then, he's been a romantic. Like, I remember the time where he made Valentine's cards for this girl and was, um, like trying to give them to her, but like didn't want to go up and give them himself. So he asked me to go do it, and I was like trying to get her to come out, but she wouldn't come. And when I went back to him to be like, Oh, she's not coming, he was like distraught. And then another time for this other girl, he bought her like um, these really nice, like for a, like we're in primary school, right? So he bought them these really nice earrings and um a necklace. And the girl ended up giving it back because it was like, couldn't accept that. You know, at that age, it was like too much. Yeah. But he was like, you know, he's, and so ever since I've known that like any girl he ends up with is going to get a whole lot of love because this guy has a lot of love to give. He's a giant teddy bear. Um, but in that sense, you know, um. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, I'm pretty oh, I think it was first or second year um, where I made a contract with him um, to I think oh, I don't want to say is it dogs if I say no, just say, say it. it okay yeah so it was for him to like sleep with someone by the end of the year right, All right. Um, not like any person specifically but just to sleep with someone by the end of the year because mm-hmm. man's was getting no action and I said <laughs> well if you don't I'll tell you what bro because you know I've known you for so long And, um, you know, I got your back. I'm willing to contribute $500 to making it happen. And by that, I mean purchasing the services of a someone. And so we wrote it up, contract and all. um, And um, I think he actually won the bet because I think he,
1: yeah. He he um, was winning the bet
2: either way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But that was, yeah, that was like me. I was like, I'll have your back, bro. I'll do this for you. Thinking, like I thought half, partly I thought it was a joke because I was like, I ain't got 500 bucks. Who's got 500 bucks? To <laughs> like, around you, eh? But yeah, that was the contract I made with him.
0: So so in short, brother, <coughs> if
2: he couldn't, you offered to hoko, some hoko hoko. <laughs> I did offer to hoko, some hoko hoko and some for the bro, yes. Wow,
0: bro. Ah, <laughs> uh,
2: that's... <Ooh>. Uh. <laughs> Whether or not you know it was serious or not, it remains to be told. But like we made a contract because I was studying law at the time, so I thought it was top shit, you know. Do you have that contract still? No, bro. Um, because I heard about I've, I completely forgot about it, and then I messaged him the other day because it came up in a conversation. Um, I was drinking with Hucky and um the aunties, and she was like, "Do you remember that contract?" And I was like, "Um, oh no, I don't." So I had him up about it, and we were talking about it, and I was going to look for it, but I just yeah. I don't know where it's gone. It's, it's it was on like, it was either on one of his notebook papers, or it was on one of my notebook papers. that had pink pages, so I'm like looking for a page that's got lines and might be pink. But yeah,
0: that's crazy.
2: Yeah.
1: Wow. Wow. What were you expecting that? Um, <laughs> was that so what so we'll, we'll get the reply from Tyler oh. when his episode comes out <laughs> later on.
2: Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm retracting it though. You can't cash <laughs> that in anymore. He's uh, not allowed.
0: Um, so inflation has uh, completely changed the, yes. the the
1: grounds of the contract. Yeah, yeah. So um, you brought it up naturally, brother. But uh, wow. could you talk about how uh, what you study here at uni and and uh, what brought you to that
2: Yeah, yes. Yeah, so um, I study law. I've done all my oh, most of my law papers, and I'm currently finishing off the year doing my Maori papers for my contract law in Te Reo Maori. Oh, right. Um. But I wanted to do law because when I was younger, um, I live, like I said, in Wellington, but we'd go back home quite a lot and even to the Marae, um, close to Tokoroa. And um, it was all farmlands on the way there. And I was like, you know, who owns these farms? Are these our farms? What's going on? My parents were like, nah, that's owned by, you know, Pākehā farmers. I'm like, Oh, well, why not? Is it not ours? I thought it was ours. And I'm like, it is ours, but it's been taken. Oh, how do we get it back? And like, well, mum was like, well, you need to be a lawyer. I was like, oh, mean, so I'll be a lawyer to get the land back. And then in 2012, um, the rokawa deed of settlement was signed, so we settled our things with the treaty and all that land was returned. So my dream that I aspired to achieve the whole reason I wanted to be a lawyer had already been fulfilled, so I had to sort of like realign my goals with still helping my iwi by being a lawyer, but also... Um, like that was the idea, but also I didn't really have any other options. I didn't know what else I was going to do. So I was like, yeah, I'll do law. It's a good degree. I like to argue. Lawyering, lawyering sounds cool. Um, it's a good profession potentially, right? So yeah, I thought it was a safe option. And now I'm going to dip. <laughs> 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 now I'm going to go build houses. <laughs>
0: um, my bro, um law is uh, quite the uh at times quite the egregious um co Yes, egregious. quite the egregious co-papa, bro. And I'm wondering if there were any times where you thought that it'd be too much for you.
2: Yeah, bro, on more than definitely on more than one occasion, um I have yeah, felt like law's a bit too much. Like last year specifically in my during my last year. Because all the COVID stuff, um, I was doing all my work at home and I was struggling to keep up with everything. I sent so many assignments late that year. Um, I got really bad grades, but I pushed through and I cracked it um, and I passed. And um, But yeah, throughout the whole year I was like, nah, this is this is not it. I'm not keen for this, I'm not here for this. And that's, I think, partly why I'm sort of not keen to follow through with it. But then I also did a um, summer clerkship at a law firm that I won't talk about, I mm-hmm. won't name. Um, and it was out the gate. They have so many Pākehā processes and systems and the way they operate is like completely absent of any Foucar or and it's such an alien world to be in that um any Maori stepping in you just feel like you have to conform to survive because if you're gonna stay true to who you are, you're gonna be alone, basically. And like they were they were they were a good firm. They're very successful but they're very commercially driven and um like they they prioritize profit over everything else, which is not Mali. Hey, eh? that's not not us as a people. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think those two the last year and that experience kind of put me off it.
0: What 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 um inspires you to keep going through now? Because now you're president of one of the law um groups here at uni. So, <laughs> what what pushed you? or oh, sorry, <laughs> co-president, co-president. Yeah, yeah. Um, what pushed you to keep going, bro?
2: Um, was it bad if I said debt? <laughs> <laughs> nah, <not at> all, <laughs> bro. If, if you're debt driven, brother. I mean, shout out, I debt. Hate, yeah. I hate debt. Um, I hate owing people, I hate being in debt to anybody, but else, it feels worse when I have to be in debt for no reason. So after my second year, I was like, no matter what, I've got to finish this degree because I'm already like 20k in debt. I'm not going to be able to pay that back in a year, so I just got to see it through. Mm. Um, that's kept me going, and then there's been bonuses along the way, like working for T-dub um, and serving the board has been mean because the ropu has helped me out so much throughout my whole legal career past presidents past board members and the ropu as a whole so it feels good to give back um, also being knowledgeable about the law is really useful mm. like it actually helps helps me out quite a lot and um, I've, I've managed to through the networks of people that I know who work in the law or are studying the law um, all my own legal knowledge have been able to help a few of my brutes. I don't give legal advice, okay? I just tell people <laughs> now, I don't give legal advice. Just before you get phone calls yes, asking for... Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't do any of that, but I do... I have, like, pushed people in the right directions or given, like, my opinion, but obviously I encourage them to get actual legal advice from real lawyers. Mm. It's good stuff, I think. It's just fucking such a whole hard to do.
1: Mm. So, well, you've gone through... You've gone through every year, you've gone through the deep ends, you've faced all the struggles... And as a Maori person, you've seen a bit more than you need to sometimes. Mm. Um, what are some things that you've learnt from that you could probably provide to our listeners out there that they could hopefully gain from your experiences? Like in the law, anything. Uh, anything concerning like your your studying the law and your your clerkship or whatnot.
2: I think um, damn, that's tough, bro. That's. I think actually the biggest thing for me is um, the recognition that although we are Māori and we like involve ourselves with Māori kaupapa and we um, strive to fulfil the ideals of our Māori tūpuna or our Māori communities, we are essentially uh, being educated in a Western-established Eurocentric educational system, right? So regardless of what we want to do, everything we're being taught and the way we're being taught it predominantly is influenced by the albaka So you gotta gotta remember who we are, um, where we come from and why we're doing what we're doing, because it's so easy to get caught up and brainwashed and everything. Um and that's why I encourage people to go hang out with your Māori Toweeta, um, hang out with your Māori student ropu um, get involved with your community, find stuff to humble yourself, because yeah, otherwise you'll just be swept away swept away by all of the all of it very yeah. It's a bit of a mess. Think, but um, yeah. Stay true to who you are, and you'll be should be safe. Mm. And go work f- work for Maoris. Don't work for Pakia.
1: <laughs> keep it in the blood.
2: Yeah, keep it in the blood. Mm. RX. Oh, Their Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Oh, are we I'm good. sweet ass. We'll you, you take.
2: Door.
1: It's all oh, okay.
0: Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um. Man, monofil, bro. Manafu. Ora, um, I was going to ask you if you had any advice for some aspiring lawyers like last time, but you kind of just slapped it on the table, bro. So, yeah. there's a lot all. of this. Yeah, bro. There's some. There's, um, dead leg money. Yeah, bro. Wai wai
1: I hope you enjoyed your time as a podcast yes, host, bro, because yeah, that's yeah. it. Because <laughs> like cutting it there. <laughs> so, um, we're going to bounce you back. With a yes, with yes. the question, my bro. So uh, kia ora, kia ora. here at Tututi, we have a very uh, in-depth philosophy here, and um, I would love for um, our host over here to uh, carry on explaining it. So as you know, bro, um, being a pipi
0: speaker yourself, there are many levels of pipi speakers. Uh, oh yeah, and in yes. particular. We want to know what level of pipe Pai speaker you are. Uh, for those who don't already know, um, pai pai, the level of pai, pai speakers that we of do have uh, uh, brought together is um, first speaker energy, second speaker energy, koha guitar, pai warmer, kai karanga, cool. second rower, and for those who aren't at all uh, there to speak but are just there to nod their head and say, mm, the edges. And those are the, <laughs> the people edges. on the edges of the walls at the marae mm. that uh, don't particularly know what's being said, but feel the mana enough to nod and go, mmm. Mm. Mm.
3: Mm.
0: We also have one more um, that is a kai corridor who is present uh, for the treats, but not for the mahi. And we call that fella on the pie to get the kai.
2: On the pie to get the kai.
0: Yes, when it's his turn to speak, he goes, mmm.
2: Mm-mm. So we want to know what level of speaker you are bro um, Yeah to be honest bro I've been chucked in Depending on the situation I've sat across uh, multiple ones I don't speak too often because um, I don't think I'm there But I've spoken first, I've spoken last, I've been the koha getter I've been the pie warmer um, Quite often I've been the pie warmer actually um, It's a, it's one of my favourite positions actually Because you learn a lot more I think from listening than you do from talking but also um oh bro did you um did you ask mata about oka
0: oh no we didn't
2: (sighs) yeah well you should if you can get him on board too because yeah he's he's a of man on the pipe yeah um and there's a story about him can i tell you i I found this out on the weekend so because because he's the of man like um he's like one of the most gifted pipe speakers i've seen and to be so young too like it's pretty amazing um but then there's a story about this fella. I think his name is Jack Thatcher or something. Um, and this other fella, Charlie Rawri, who used to work for Nana Mahuta. Um, Charlie was on the pipe pie, and then Jack kind of set um, came came around later. But before Jack came, Oka came and sat on the pie next to Charlie, um, or Charlie, sorry. And um, yeah, and then um, Uncle Jack leans in and goes, There's no pots to wash, boy." And he goes, "Oh!" And then he has, gets up and gets booted off because Jack saw him as so young that you need to go do the stuff at the back before you can end up up front. But in other situations, because he's recognised to be so well-spoken um, and knowledgeable, you know, he's put up front. So, um, but yeah, that was just the, like, just got the chop from Uncle Jack, bro. It's pretty rough. Ok,
0: um, when you jump on, bro, man, you're going to have
2: to
1: <laughs> fatten up that Uncle yes, Jack bro. story, bro. Yeah, rush that, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So uh, going back to you, uh, oh, yeah, what what was the question? <laughs> so uh, what position do you, do you feel is comfortable for you on the point, bro? I'm a
2: big fan um, of two positions. Um, I think, but I think I'm with another position entirely. Like I'm a big fan of um, the first speaker. I think they've got the like hardest challenge because they've they usually like set the foundations right, and that's got to be on. Um, because if you don't, someone else will racks it for their quarter. All right, um, but also it leaves a lot of open space. Because if you say too much, then no one else can talk about things. So you got to share your topics around. That's one of the hacks I got taught. Right? Anyway, um, but also I'm a big fan of the um, koha getter because you don't have to say much, but you can look like the most sincere guy in the world. You know, because you're going to get the money. You always walk up and you go, oh, um, you walk up and you go, I don't know. <laughs> um, and also you can be cheeky with it Like I know um, some people like um, have done instances Where they've had to go and get it And like um, imitate an animal while they're doing this. So some do like the moko moko And they'll crawl along the ground to go get it Which looks really cool um, I've seen this one where one of my crower did it And he like dropped his hat down Because someone had left a trail of him So he dropped his hat down at the end of the trail And he walked up by one by one to the mihi did a mihi to each one, new kōrero for each one, and then came back, and when he had finished, he ended up back at his hat, and he dropped them all in and walked off with it, which was quite slick. Oh I no. know, um, I think it was Rawuri Waititi did one over at um pa Moana's tangi, and he gave one to, like, each of the um, the popo, they were on the marae atia, and then Safari was like, oh, what was this one for? Oh, yeah, for, like, the handsome fellas of Tairafati, yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you. He, <laughs> was, he was like, he did a mihi to all of them in response, and then he was, like, making some up, it was pretty funny. Um... So mad respect for that because it's one of the I think more fun fun ones you can do, um, but I think personally I'm a I'm a, um, a closer last speaker um, personally because I see the last speaker as the fellow who's got partly the easiest but sometimes the hardest job because what I've been told is the last speaker is the one who has to join everyone's corridor together right so they've got a tweet tweet ngakori dong afkaro kato kofakata koto here. Um, but at the same time, that's easy because you don't have to make anything up. Mm. You just you just like recycle, rehash whatever everyone said. Give a quick summary, maybe make some statements, and then you're done. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So that's that's the one I prefer. Yeah.
1: Why last speaker.
2: Last speaker. Last speaker.
1: That's that, that's good. Respect to you being so humble to hold that last speaker energy. Kilda, bro. ora. Mm. Well, uh, now it's time to wind down. Time to time to chill out. So uh, we we'll, would we'll love for you to answer these questions, my bro. Uh, could you please tell us your your dream travel destination around the world? It could be anywhere.
2: Dream? Damn, that's tough. Like, around the whole world? i pick three if I could, but I think overall I'd love to go to somewhere in South America. I think um, uh, anywhere that's got a sort of Spanish or Portuguese language. I think those cultures are really mean, and I love that sort of food. Like, that's one of my favourite types of koi. Um, and if not there, definitely somewhere like Vietnam or something, just because it's, like, hustling, bustling. It's like you got to, like, I love the haggle, because over there you got to, like, you got to haggle for everything. Like, they'll give you a fat price, and you go, no, 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 I'll pay you this much. <laughs> they go, no, you can't do that. I'm trying to feed my kids. I'm dying here, And then you're like, I don't care. I'll pay you this much. And they go, okay, okay, okay. For you, this much. And you're like, okay, maybe. Um, <laughs> Yeah, my my um, went over there. Uh, my brother, sister, and a few others went over there one time, and like that was pretty much like the funnest thing they're doing haggling for, for like the stuff they were buying, which I th- I enjoy that, bro. I love garage sales and all that. So yeah, Vietnam or somewhere in South America.
0: Mm, cool. Um, your favorite game of all time could be a video game, a board game, could be women, uh, could be
2: <laughs> could be bro, Clip
0: no, 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 could be anything. Video game, uh, normal game board game.
2: Damn. Um, favorite childhood games? Go home, stay home? Oh. Um, because it was like you had to be like a ninja and like outsmart the person. I think, yeah, it was probably my one, bro.
0: Seeker or hider?
2: Um, oh, that's tough because I think I've preferred the Seeker, bro, because I feel like it was more challenging and you mm. had to like be on top of everything. Like you had to be like, okay, if I run this way, I know that guy's going to run here. So I'll fake going this way and then bang, turn around. Or maybe I was the only one who took it that seriously, but like yeah. I was pretty into it. Um yeah, I'll probably be a seeker. I mean.
1: Yeah. And uh bro, do you have any advice that you would love to give for for anyone out there? Any future builders, any <laughs> any <laughs> lawyer lawyers, any people from Rokawa Money anyone all. Mm. What are some what's some words of wisdom that you can share? Just like general life advice. Whatever you want, bro.
0: Not who alter wild me. Oh,
2: some, bro, um, I would say um, If you're gonna cheat in a game get, get caught It's way funnier When you obviously cheat And people like get annoyed at you It's way more fun Because if you cheat and you win Sure you've won but you just feel guilty Don't you? So just cheat Get caught everyone you annoy people but it's funny yes you know you have a good time that's my life advice finder if you're gonna cheat in the game make sure you get caught
1: just the game nothing
2: else bro if no if anything else don't cheat yeah good <laughs> don't, man. don't cheat anything else just, just the in game. game card games i don't cheat when i play yuka though
1: mm. <laughs> uh, and and finally uh, do you have any shout outs to anyone out there yes bro big shout out to
2: um Craig Fine and the rest of the liaison boys, obviously, I think without whom this podcast would not be what it is. Big shout out to my partner, uh, the love of my life, my bones, my oxygen, the reason I am here. It. Um, but oh. yeah, big shout out to my love. Um, shout out to the aunties and the Huckleberries, um, my OGs from uni. And then um, big shout out to my parents who I think in... Macho and me um, had the <laughs> awesome idea to get together and um, produce one of the most amazing beings that grace the earth. Oh, my parents would love you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, <man>. Thanks. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, yeah. yeah. Those are my shout-outs. No, nah, mean. Well. Mean, on. Oh.
1: Well, uh, here at D we would love to... Just say thank you for coming back again. <laughs> yes, yes, happy to be back.
0: What well, it sounds so nice, I had to bring him back twice.
1: Shout sure. out, shout out. So, yeah, thank you, thank you, what for coming on back to D. And uh, here at D, we would like to thank the listeners out there for being with us today. And so, uh, yeah, my bro, you close this off because I don't know what the fuck to say. <laughs> <laughs> Because
0: my bro shut the bed, I'm here to clean it up. <laughs>
1: thank you to all our viewers. What? Thank you to our guest Steen.
0: I mean, thank you to our guest Water. <laughs> thank you to our lovely man Steen who's always fucking coming prepared. My yes. co-host Keyshawn. I'm fine. This is Crave. Thanks for joining us to do catch you on the next one. Kia ora. Kia ora. Kia ora. Kia ora.